Welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most influential and listened to podcast in auto detailing. Welcome to the community. Hi, welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast. My name is Marshall Hill. You can find me and Nick at HyperClean Store on Facebook. But the best way is go to the HyperClean Specialist Group. That's where we love to interact and a park there. This is the Community Pub. Welcome, guys. This is the uh, once-a-year edition where we do it in the sunny side of the states. Got a chance to get out of the Dust Bowl of uh, Oklahoma and get to the sunshine and salty air and great times. Drinking a little Land Shark Lager tonight. So Ooh. figured, you know, go with the, the theme. Actually did get to see a little shark today. We'll tell you all about that. It'll be fun. Uh, but, you know, you guys ever know when you're, you know, you're out driving around and you're, you're getting to where you're going, but yeah, all right, let's put it into this picture, right? Let's put it in this picture. All right. Highway driving, not just in town highway driving, but you're driving, let's say I-40, it's a big, long corridor. You got plenty of road to go. Curious, because I'm the guy that loves to be over in the left-hand lane. I love to be with everybody else, flying by, getting going. Do you guys ever notice, are you a left-hand guy, the left-hand lane, and then the, the people that come up behind you and they get real close, and they get so frustrated because you get all these semis that you're waiting on, and they love to jump out and go around to the right-hand side and get up to you? Nick's already nodding his head because he's the guy that's in the left-hand lane pissing everybody off. I get it. But that guy gets up there next to the semi, and he can't get back over left-hand lane. Do you guys ever get experience that? Like, I think that it became my favorite thing about the road trip, right? Like driving and toying with the people that get all upset and fly around <laughs> you. And then they want back over to the left-hand lane. No. So my brother-in-law is always the one up in front of me and I'll just get right up next to him. So they can't get back over and then they'll slow down a little bit. And I'm the asshole that then slows back down a little bit more Then they try and get back up. And I'm like, no motherfucker, get back where you're supposed to be. And I make him give back to the back. <laughs> Derek, are you, you, uh, you like driving on the highway and playing games with people like that? Uh, I, I'm guilty. I, I've done that exact same thing. Um, I don't know. I just get some kind of joy out of it. It's like a game, just like you watching those people. You're just like, where are you going, man? Like, we're all waiting. Like, and then they fly up next to you and you just hit that gas a little bit more just to kind of block them off. And then you just won't wait for them. But I don't know, something back in me tells me to like better cut it out because something's going to happen one day. <laughs> Yeah, right. There's always that road rage guy. I think that's Nick. I mean, are you a road rage guy? I mean, do you yell at people or you just no. nice and calm driving? No, what I do is I'll just lay on the horn and flash my lights. I'm just like, <laughs> you know, come on, dude. Get out get out of the big boy's way. We had a road rage incident though here where uh a guy got accused of road rage. And remember, Marty, when I had those 10 cops out here and they drew their guns on this guy, if he didn't have a dash cam. A lady called in a false report on him for a road rage incident, said he waved a gun. They had the dash cam and they went and arrested her and realized that she was the Ooh. one that caused the incident. Um, but no, I mean, the only thing that ever frustrates me in traffic is not when you're like in traffic and there's nowhere to go. That That's obvious to anybody with the brain. But there's plenty of times where somebody doesn't know how to act in the left hand lane. And if you're in like an area like Vegas or Southern California a lot or places where there's a lot of transplants, you're getting a lot of different people that are from different parts of the world 
or the country, and they've all been taught to drive differently. And so the left lane thing is not the fast lane to everybody. Right. And so you'll have no traffic and some jackasses in the left lane. That's when I'll get a little frustrated. But if it's in traffic, I'm just going to wait it out with everyone else. You sure? Because I've heard some I've heard some sounds come out of you while we're on the phone. Yeah, yeah. But we weren't in traffic. <laughs> mm. We weren't in traffic. Well, you know, about, I'm not a, do you like to play me. like you, you got a road trip coming up? Do you like to play with people while you're driving? Like get them to, to <laughs> jockey back and forth between places? Of course. Yeah, of course. Because driving is so boring. Like, unless you're driving, I don't know, something cool and you're driving it for a short period of time and you're just having a good time with it, but like just a long road trip, it's like you got to do something, don't you? <laughs> gotta I mean, you got to find some way to burn the, burn the time. Lucas, I bet you're one of those guys too. I don't know. Are you, are you more of that chill guy that just likes to be over in the right hand lane, just kind of chill right at the speed limit and roll? Oh, no. I, I drive offensively. <laughs> i i'm pretty chilled out all the time except for when i'm driving with these michigan drivers dude i i come unglued probably more than i should what uh, what is it that sets you off my biggest pet peeve is people that merge onto a 70 mile an hour freeway where everyone's going 85 miles an hour at 30 Ooh. Mm -hmm. yeah uh and they they get mad or what about when you're trying to merge on and there's that asshole that doesn't quite understand that I have the yield sign. You're supposed to keep driving and they right. always want to help you out. And so they slow down and they keep slowing down and you're trying to get on, on the freeway. You're like, Hey man, right. speed That's up. I can't like, what are you doing? Quit slowing down. And they get down to 30 miles an hour, almost sitting still in the middle of the freeway. Those guys crack me up too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Brandon, what about you? What's your driving habits? Like if you're on a road trip, you, you hanging out in the right lane or are you playing Bob back and forth? No, I got, I got issues. I'm the guy who loses his cool. I have to tell myself, Hey, I'm a business owner. Calm down. Um, yeah, I definitely lose my cool. <laughs> Do you find it more in the truck since you were up and you were like, oh, I'm the big boy. Like, you think that the truck, gave you a little bit more of an edge? No, for some reason, the truck actually calmed me down going from the Volkswagen, uh, to the truck, I it actually made me more calm, and I just kind of put it in cruise. But I usually ride in cruise. But like you guys said, I get so mad when I'm in cruise, and you're about to pass somebody, even though you're in cruise, and they speed up, and then they do it again and do it again. So I just hit the gas, get by them, and put it back in cruise. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm. Uh, I was always taught you pass. That's the passing lane, and then you get over. So when I pass people. I go back over and then when I have to pass, I'll go over to the passing lane and go back over. Yeah. yeah. So you stay in the way you're supposed to. My dad used to get so mad at me. He'd be like, this is the passing lane only. You can't stay here. And I'm like, but I have to keep getting back and forth over and over. Why not just stay in the left-hand lane and keep rolling? Well, here in Syracuse, the problem is three people will go the same speed in all three lanes. <laughs> Happens all the time. And then the people that merge on going 30, like Derek said, they don't just merge on, they merge to the middle lane for some reason. So they Ooh. cut people right off, go to the middle of the lane, and everyone's slamming on their brakes trying to get around them. <laughs> oh, God. You New Yorkians, right? Gotta love it. Gotta love you guys. Hey, Ryan. Good to see you, brother. Good to see you. How are y'all? Good, man. Introduce yourself. Uh, I'm Ryan. I uh, own PW Mobile Details out of Pueblo, Colorado. Um, been detailing 
professionally now for about six, eight months. Um, I love y'all's podcast. So I figured I was on vacation this week. I'd jump on and kind of see what it was all about. Oh, man, community. Thanks for coming. Where are you on vacation? Yeah, right on, at? man. Appreciate it. Uh, we're up in Yellowstone right now. Oh, wow. Catching Ooh. the opening, the reopening at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you going to do up in Yellowstone? Yeah, yeah. It's been closed, what, now a couple weeks, so. What do, what do you do up in Yellowstone? Uh, well, well, honestly, we've been just riding the kids around on the side-by-side side and just seeing animals, seeing different sites that we've never seen before. So uh, we're actually going to Yellowstone in the morning been in the grand tetons all week and uh jackson hole um we're actually staying right outside of the boys so we got a little cabin up in the mountains and just kind of drinking some cold beer and hanging out cold beer that's what oh doing. yeah I like it that's like right it. that's right so uh when you got there are you the kind of guy that likes to get the car cleaned back up once you get to your spot um i'm gonna probably wait until i get home to clean mine back up because uh it's pretty dusty up here, and it's 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 pretty dirty right now. So, <laughs> are you a flyby? You you keep going on left lane and keep flying, or are you a right oh, lane yeah. driver? Guy? The, oh, I'm left lane all the way, man. <laughs> <laughs> left lane and keep rolling. I love it. That's love right. It. All right. So I was out this afternoon. You know, we were we were. It was a fun afternoon, right? It, the, what I love about the beach is. Ryan, just like you, drink a lot of beer. You know, I'm a guy that loves to drink a lot of beer, too. So we, we just sit out on the beach, put up a little tent, keep drinking beer all afternoon. That's the best way to do it. But sometimes you got to walk out into the water a little bit, right? Cool off, see what's going on. What was really interesting about this afternoon is we start walking out, and we're hanging out there, and we see this giant blob almost like like moving in the water. And it's this it's real dark colored and kind of walk over i'm just a guy from oklahoma and i'm curious about what i'm seeing in the water walking you know walking around and all of a sudden you see it start breaking apart i get a little close and i go oh that's badass it's literally probably millions of these little tiny little fish right so then there's these other fish and the reason why they're breaking apart is because there's other fish going in to grab them i'm like oh shit this is awesome this is a lot of fun and then suddenly you start seeing some other bigger fish circling around the ones they're trying to get the other ones and i go oh looky here we got this other little school some little bit and i go wait a second we got small fish like extra extra small we got small fish then we got these medium size like what's the next step up and i go oh about that time i hear "Ah!" i look over and she goes right What's that a universal sign for, right? There's a fin that came out of the water. And you go, huh? Is it a shh, right? And that, that thought goes through your mind. But the fins had already gone down. You got that like 10 to 15 seconds where you're just going, hmm, what is it? What is it? What is it? Is it a shh? No way. Couldn't be, right? But right as I look up and I'm thinking shark, now nah, these two little dolphins come popping up for about four or five seconds and they're literally about 30 yards away from me at this point and it's just so cool to see the transition of all the little you know all the little fish into these dolphins we start walking back then we hear the big word shark and this one's serious 
It literally was. And we're walking back. There's a, and it turns out it was just a baby. It was only about three, maybe four feet long. But this little, I think it was a white tail. I don't know. I saw a little white fin, or what do they call them? White fin or something. A little shark just comes swimming right by us. And I'm like, holy shit, this is unbelievable. What an afternoon. Ryan, I bet you you're up there enjoying so much beautiful stuff in the wilderness. We're all out cleaning cars and doing stuff. I just thought for a second, like, that story just made me feel kind of alive, right? Like in the middle of everything going on, but here we are, we're guys that love to clean cars. We're love to get after it. Uh, I was, which is what made me think of then the next theory, right? I was talking to Jamie, the cleaner and the evolution of something that I find very curious makes me think of sort of the evolution of that story, right? The evolution of something that I didn't know had happened but Nick and I got privy into the information was this evolution in tire cleaning. There's a new theory that has evolved that, well, actually got to clean your tires two, three, four times. It's really interesting the way people have started to, to transition their tire cleaning. And it's an education that Nick and I are starting to learn about. Have you guys seen that where I, maybe you guys do, uh, Derek, do you, you clean your tires more than once? What, what's your reason? I, I, I do not, but I, I know exactly what you're talking about where um, they, they sh you know, you got to clean, do your tire, clean your tires, scrub them, rinse them down. Then you got to spray them again and you got to make sure that foam that's left the cleaner is not brown. So you don't stop until that cleaner is, until you spray it on and that foam stays white. Then you know your tires or cleaners are going to be. Um, personally, right, so, I don't so do that. Let's get into it a little bit. I'd really be curious what you guys use on your tires. Are you a, for me, originally started with one of those real hard bristle brushes. Nick, you remember those? Sometimes you'd almost even use like a brass brush. That was a, a popular thing. What kind of brushes do you guys use on your tires? Lucas? Um, I just use like a, I have a couple different dual density I guess, medium stiffness bristle brushes, nylon bristles that I just, uh, you know, back and forth around the tire until it's feels sufficiently clean. Okay. Just a regular, anybody, is that what everybody uses? Just a regular nylon style brush? Uh, because there's a lot of people that have moved over to a real, real soft tire brush. Dustin, what about you? What kind of brush do you use? Yeah. So believe it or not, I actually do use the, uh, the softer, uh, the tire brush um, don't really have an issue with tires coming clean. Um, I, I think a lot of it has to do sometimes with the compound and whatnot. Uh, is that something you see? The compound? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah. So like, like uh, tires made out of. Yeah, so so down here we have a lot of trucks and stuff, and I noticed specifically that Nitto tires often come in brown. Mm -hmm. um on these trucks and stuff like that um but you know you take like a good year or something else uh never have the issue um you know i've seen it time and time again uh but i think a lot of solvent based won't solvent turn a tire brown like a solvent based tire shine over time yep. i have heard that too yeah mm -hmm. brandon from shawshank yeah, I think I, when I see a real brown tire and you got to wash it multiple times, it's usually someone who's spraying like hot shine McGuire's foam tire shine all over the car. You know what I mean? 
Uh, but I usually use the soft brush as well. I have a wheel bucket with like abundance of different size brushes and I use the microfiber uh, wheel, the long brushes uh, for the wheels. So I just have a whole bucket of different brushes that I utilize. Okay. Are you one time ago? You you three or four times? What what's your process? Um, the majority of the cars I'm working on, one time's fine. But if you do see that really dirty brown tire, if they've been using some nasty solvent-based foam tire shine, you gotta wash it a couple times. Oh yeah? Yeah. Okay. Ryan, what about you, brother? Oh, you're on mute, man. There you go. I'm like mute. Uh, I'm like Lucas with the uh, tire brush. I use a medium stiffness, um, but also have a, a like a softer bristle brush that I'll use. Um, we got a lot of dirt roads in our area, so these guys that have these luggy tires on these trucks, I usually have to go over them a couple times to clean them up. You know, decent, but for the uh, the cars, I can usually get them in one or two or one pass trucks and you know one or two passes and that's kind of where i leave it at yeah cool nick what did you find it kind of fascinating i think right like learning about the the kind of the new process that some people are doing and you know it yeah. seems to be like jamie said it's just it's an internet thing like it's something that's being passed yeah. around i i found it very fascinating yeah yeah tight you know browning is not you know, again, we kind of have these these wives' tales about solvent-based dressing and things like that. Tires get brown because it's called tire bloom. And uh, it's an anti-ozonant that they use to actually make the tire slower, not, not deteriorate as fast. Okay, that's built into the tire. They want to prevent oxidation, and this is the way they do it. And when Jamie, you know, when we had this conversation, you know, we kind of started talking about your process, right? I think a lot of it is guys aren't using the right chemical, right? I mean, isn't that what we kind of talked to Jamie about is, you know, you're either going so harsh that you're causing the tire balloon to come out, which that's what he kind of said was his theory was it was something along those lines, or you're using something that's so gentle that's that's not going to help you get where you want to go and so what i think people are finding having a trouble with is finding the sweet spot and so here's the process we use trx if i have a severely dirty tire i don't have a problem going full strength or you know two to one or whatever it's a safe cleaner i need a little bit of extra but if i have to go back a second time i kind of shared this on that call i'm going straight to something like mineral spirits i'm not going to go back and try to battle it again with some kind of degreasing style product. So that's where a little bit of this kind of people, and in my mind, I guess my question would be, I don't think they're seeing it right. You know, if I just keep going back with the same cleaner, the odds are it's still not fully as clean as I want it because it should really only take one time in most cases, unless you're trying to strip some type of heavy solvent-based dressing off the surface, then you'll need something like mineral spirits or, you know, something along those lines. Yeah, cool. Thanks, man. Cooking with Nick. Uh, what's on the menu tonight, brother? I saw you holding up a red brush. You bet that red bristle. Well, that's one of those hard white nylon bristles. That's one that I used to use on a regular basis. I actually thought they were a little too stiff and a little too firm uh, many times going around the tire. I've switched to something a little bit more softer. And I seem to like it. 
Nick, what's on the menu tonight? So I've got brisket, like ground brisket thawing, and I'm going to make brisket burgers out of that. Oh, sir. Brisket. So, uh, I got that coming out now. We got onions on the stove. About to make some fried potatoes. What is that? All right. Sounds like your mom's on the <laughs> talking. So we'll, we'll throw you back on mute. <laughs> but tell Nick's mom, we happy to see her every time. Uh, I made a little bit tonight, which is fun. I shared it uh, with Nick earlier. And then Nick, uh, uh, cooking with Nick, I tagged you. Made a little grouper, which is my favorite fish. I love grouper. It's that real big fat fish that you see hanging out, being lazy. Uh, I love... Uh, I love grouper, and uh, my wife made some uh, Brazilian rice, which we mixed in some shrimp, and then I had a little crab cake and some gumbo. So, good cooking tonight here is a blast. Uh, what's up, Supreme? Having a good night, man. Good to see you. Hop on. Hey, we're talking about uh, tire cleaning, and uh, you know, oh, uh, yeah. You, uh, what type of brush do you use? Do you hard bristle brush? Uh yeah so uh stiff bristle brush definitely uh you know dedicated tire um funny you say that because i'm dealing with the car currently i've had it for a few days just messing around um so trx half one-to-one -one isn't doing anything to this so i might go full strength tomorrow just to see if i could get some better results actually um it's a weird it's a weird clay brown real thick i don't know what it is tell you the truth um but well, i'm gonna yeah, dive into that uh nick was was talking about using some mineral spirits right nick is that what you think he should use on some of that if he's got that real thick nasty gunk that's all over his tires yeah use some type of like heavy solvent you know like that um mineral spirits again will get you as close to your uh, naked tire as you can get it um but again that doesn't I haven't run anything that would not work, that would not work on, but it's just a great, you know, that's really a, our out of the dealership move because of that thick gunky tire dressing or something like that. You do a nice thorough clean with TRX and then go back uh, mineral spirits, the whole tire with a towel, get it good. Lay that first thing of ultra dress on there and you're good to go for the life of the car. As long as you take care of it, and, you know, don't do anything crazy that's what we found works the best so that's yeah. that's kind of my move because because oh. uh even like when you get a brand new like a new car detail like i use like a prep all on the tires just to get whatever's off um yeah. i've used that before yeah yeah just i mean that, that if it's if it's got a heavy enough solvent those are all kind of different and all over the board um you know different ones you can get a hold of whatever if it works for you i say go for it but I'll go as harsh as I can on a solvent, you know, like mineral spirits and just call it a day. Um, nice. There's plenty of other ones out there. Prep balls are good ones as well. You know, put it on the tire and go to work. I mean, that's, I, we got to keep it simple. You know, I, I think that's oh, yeah. what we found talking to Jamie is, man, if you're going back and you're having to clean tires eight times on a set of four, yeah. that's going to get old real quick. I mean, I, I just, I feel for people if that's their process on every single car, you know, I, I just don't have that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm missing something. Well, 
So one thing that I've found that's been fascinating, you know, we're talking a little bit about evolution, the evolution of tire cleaning. I find one that's very fascinating was years ago, one of my favorite things to do, and I get it, everybody thinks this is an oxymoron, but part of what I really loved about car washing was there was a, a particular product that we would use and, a, and a, a, a system that would set up on a tire that as you would roll, your tire would roll over, it would hit a sensor and we'd have it timed out so that this little unit called a CTA, now it translates to chemical tire applicator, right? Wow, you know, real genius there. The CTA would have a foamer in it and you would foam a wheel cleaner and a tire cleaner onto the moving tire as it went along. So you could definitely understand my fascination as now that foamers have come to the detailing world. It's super cool to see people use these little foamers. We're gonna be releasing one here pretty soon. And I've been using it on with TRX and using it on tires. I love, absolutely, I've fallen in love with foaming on TRX onto a tire. Because you guys talking about the browning. I think, I mean, there's, there's probably, I mean, I, I'm sure we could all agree. There's probably some type of science into why the foam helps pull off all that brown. But have you guys experienced that too, Derek? Because I yeah, think you started using a foamer, right? You like using the foamers? Yeah, I was using pump-up ones for a while. Um, you know, I bought the IK ones, broke a bunch of them. So now I, then I bought like the Solo one. And then my latest one is the, uh, the I have a battery-powered one where it kind of pumps itself up. And then you don't have to sit there and pump. But I, I was doing TRX on a um, Traverse, Dustin's favorite car. And um, just trying to... <laughs> Foam, but I would because TRX I use it as a, as an all wheel cleaner, so I would use it for the rims and for the and for the tires. But just seeing all that, you know, it goes on white the foam, and then just seeing it all turn brown as it pulls it all off. And I don't know if it's because of the air causes all the dirt to rise up and come right out, but it it works good for me. And then you go going with your brush, you see all the foam that you rinse off, and the tires pretty much clean, and the rims pretty much clean, and all that lubrication. At least I I think it's a little bit more lubricating, but. But I still, I've, I've been using one uh, lately now. Yeah. Do, do you think you get a, a cleaner tire based on foaming it on? I think I was, I was talking to uh, Brandon about this um, sometimes, but sometimes it, I think it's almost for show a little bit. Um, Cause I had a couple customers come out and go, Oh man, like seeing me foaming on, but. I think it uh, for me, it's uh, the rims too. Even when you're foaming it on the rims, it seems to be a little bit easier to clean, but. I like it. I mean, it's kind of satisfying, like you're saying, Marty. You're just seeing seeing that stuff come off. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it is satisfying, though. And you're right; people love to watch it. There's there's no doubt on TikTok. It's some of our <laughs> fastest growing videos. If we can we can do a video of foaming that tire, putting putting that on there, you bet, man. People love to watch it. Absolutely yeah. right. I think you started venturing over to TikTok a little bit, huh? Are you you gonna make your way over there a little bit more? Probably should. Uh, I had, I had, I actually had a couple of, uh, my number one, like TikTok video was, a was, I had my GoPro on, was like a uh, first person view of me taking a foam cannon off. Like I was foam down car, took the foam cannon off and put my, uh, uh, pressure washer end in there and got like 10,000 views in like five seconds. I was like, Whoa, like, but it was all over the world. It was nothing in New Jersey. It was all like in Sweden and I was just like, Oh, great. So I haven't posted too much more on it, but I, I need to get more on TikTok. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun to use. 
Brandon, what about you, man? Are you a, a foamer guy? Do you like to, to foam on your tires? Yeah, but I actually, I put the product, like I'll put my wheel cleaner on, then I do TRX on the tires in the wheel wells, and then I'll foam after. Um, I, I, I may be wrong. I just feel like you oh, get, yeah. I, I feel like when you're mixing the water and stuff, it's not as potent. So I let mm. it hit first and then I foam on after. And then it kind of turns brown and adds the lubrication and brings everything off. Okay. So walk us through it a little bit. So you'll spray TRX onto the tire and then are you using it like one of those foamers or are you putting it in the foam can or what are you doing? So before I got the shop, I had a little foam pump and what I would do, I did mix the little TRX in it a couple times with the soap but I would spray the wheel cleaner. Then I would spray TRX around the tires in the wheel wells. And then I'd grab my foam spray and pump it. But now I just grab my foam cannon and just spray it now that I got the shop and I could actually wash a car. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I spray you, some really yeah. thick foam on it now, like I'm doing a YouTube video, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, awesome. yeah that's, that's, our, that's our move. So our yeah. two-man teams, what we do is uh, we'll put TRX on the rubber fuego on the wheels all yeah. four wheels and then we'll actually go with the foam cannon and foam the whole car with whatever soap we're using and then you got all this extra lubrication and when you go to the wheel brush you know you're not you're not fighting the world you know I, when i was a one-man team i could kind of see a little bit of the one wheel at a time thing um but it takes a lot of time and if you can work in the shade and get that work time that's that's how we do I mean, it, again, there's not a right and a wrong. It's just with black painted wheels, I really like the extra lubrication of a foam cannon. Mm -hmm. um, is it overkill? Is it right? I mean, who knows? I mean, it's just about getting stuff as clean as you can get it without having to go over it two and three times. So, you know, for me, that's how we, that's how we operate our team. I think it kind of loosens up the grass and stuff in the carpet wheel wells too which I'll oh, yeah, use yeah, like yeah. a drill brush with an extension and use my drill, my hand drill, and just go around the wheel well and get all the grass out of the, the carpeted wheel wells. And that seems to help a lot too when it's all, all foamed up. Yeah. Nick, do you remember, or any of you guys remember the first time you, you saw one of those carpeted wheel wells? Like oh, I literally dude. went, what the hell is this? What are you doing with this? I was like, why? What in the world so, are we doing here? Sound, sound deadening. You know, just taken to the wrong degree is all that is. <laughs> I mean, it's just your Chevy Silverado is not going to be that quiet. Dude. Yeah. Don't don't worry about putting carpet in there. It's not that big a deal. You want to talk about something that's purely show, and it's a complete backfire. And they just keep pumping them out. I mean, must have got a deal on that carpet. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> must have. Kevin, what about you, man? Do you like using a foamer? Do you foam things Love on a uh, TRX or how, how do you apply everything? So uh, I actually use a uh, Milo Lex uh, foam sprayer. And uh, I actually use that for my pre-rinse my pre -rinse for like my winter setup, tell you the truth. Oh, okay, okay. Um, and that, you know, lower panels, it helps immensely. Um and then, to, oh gosh, today, Cardinal Sin. I had like an old canteen truck without the back. I TRX the whole back with the window and went in with the wheel brush because the stuff was so thick. Oof. And it came out beautiful. Ooh, I'm telling. 
got to do what you got to do, right? Hey, and again, you know, that's exactly where I was, you know, because that's what the client wanted. That's what they get. Oh, that's my favorite. Uh, the Merrillites, yes. the um, Axel 3000. So I, I've been using those for a while, actually, and they're great. Like, I use them for my APCs. I use it for Revive. Uh, not the former, the other one, the black and white one. Um, Because, uh, you know, at my age, all this spraying stuff, it gets old real fast. Nick's you know, mom, that man. automatic trigger, psst, you're good, you know? No, I, I've really enjoyed that, Mary Lex, definitely. It's been a oh, lot of love, fun. Love it. Yeah. Lucas, what about you, man? You use, uh, you use a foamer? Uh, no, I don't really foam anything other than just the paint when I'm washing. Uh, so just, uh, you know, just take squirt bottle or how yep, do you apply? Just, just squirt bottles and spray it on, let it dwell for a sec, and then scrub and foam it up with a brush. I like seeing that. I don't, I don't really do much foaming on the tires or yeah, anywhere no, else, fun. really. No, just pretty much straight diluted chemical in a spray bottle and brushes. Yeah, and then to go to town, right? Yes, sir. Just get after it. You like the big tires or the small low profile tires? How do what do you prefer? I like the little ones. I guess I'd rather just have something in the middle. I don't like the big, like stupid Jeep tires with the tread on the side. Oh no. Those suck. And then the oh. super low pro ones. I I'm always worried because my brush is usually wider than those real low pro ones, and they're usually on a pretty nice wheel on a pretty nice car. And a, yep. Then you got to be careful not to scratch the wheel with your tire brush. So I just kind of like I like the nice medium, normal car tires that you see on most things. I like those good old Volkswagen tires, huh? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, Ryan. What about you, man? You like foam, or how do you do your tires? I got an IK sprayer. Uh, personally, I hate it. Um, so I, I just use my wheel cleaner my uh, in a regular squirt bottle, foam it in my tire cleaner, and then uh, foam it with my foam cannon. And uh, But I do like to foam it. I'm a, I, I, I like to see that foam. What is it about I'm, it? Why do you... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was saying, what is it about it? What do you like about it? I don't know, man. I just like seeing like, cause I, I, my tire cleaner, you know, it's got the iron remover and, uh, you know, I like to see the purple and the brake dust and I don't know, just something, something I like to see about it. Um, yeah. but you know, being a fan show, it's, uh, it kind of, it hinders the process a little bit, but that's kind of for my own, my own thing. Okay, cool. Appreciate it. Appreciate yeah. it. Dustin, what about you, brother? Uh, well, apparently I'm the only one on this uh, that has never purchased a foamer. <laughs> um, so ne never used one, still using the good old-fashioned spray bottle. Um, but it but it works. Maybe I'll have to buy a, a foamer this week. I think Lucas was also with you. He's, uh, he's a yeah. non-foamer. Yeah. Yeah, good yeah you, ah. you should play around with it. Like Ryan says, there's just something about it, man. Like when we first got those Miralex in, man, I – it set up there for a little while because this wasn't part of my processes, but oh, finally man. I was like, you know what? I got to do it. And we, we're trying to, you know, figure out, you know, which tip to put in and how you got this little cotton thing okay, that you got to work with. And then once you get it all dialed in, man, like, poof, like I, that's the only way I clean tires now. Like I absolutely love to spray it on. Like it's just something, Ryan, like you said, there's just something about it. Like if, 
I get it. The reason why people love watching it on TikTok because I love watching it. Just love spraying it on and love seeing the way it changes colors. Love seeing the way it does everything. That's right. Yeah, um, right. Like that's right. <laughs> Cooking with Nick, man. Uh, do you guys, uh, when you're there at Tesla, do they dealerships have they gotten into the foaming stuff yet, or is it is it all still spray and go like everybody else? Okay, so. We don't really use foamers except for just foaming snow foam on paint at Tesla. Um, for wheels, I mean, the wheels come pretty clean. I mean, the cars only have four miles on them from, you know, three to five miles on them from the factory. So you're not really, you don't really have to worry about much brake dust until you get into a used car. And in that case, we're just spraying iron remover on the wheel anyway. Um, usually for, um, for us, like on a, on a regular car, we'll just rinse off the wheel and wipe it down by hand and put a dressing on it. The tire is bare. It's virgin. It's brand new. You know, you don't have to worry about two months of driving on it or anything like that. So we'll just spray that off with, with water and then wipe it down by hand and put a dressing on top of that. Um, but for my personal process, like I have an IK foamer. I've stopped using it because I keep having to pump the thing up to get the flow I want. And that's just really annoying when I can just a few times and cover the wheel. With the IK, I'd have to pump it up a whole bunch of times and sit there and wait for that tiny amount of foam to come out and slowly coat the wheel. And it's just, it's just got annoying. So I transitioned back to um, higher flow bottles. I've been liking these big fat Zep bottles. They, they put out a lot of flow, but they're sheet and they don't work that well. Um, so that is yeah. sort of the problem, right? Like it, it seems like uh, it seems like we we've mentioned another brand that has some stuff breaking, but you know, there's there's all kinds of sprayers that go bad all the time, right? Like, I mean, those gray oh, yeah. sprayers that are that a traditional like chemical resistant sprayer, they they go in and out all the time too. Right. I, I had a guy call me mm -hmm. yesterday that needed some coating, and you know, he's one of these older guys, and he's in he's in Norman, Oklahoma. So you know, this is a very small town. He's a He's been around for literally like 40 years and about seven or eight years ago, he started using our coatings and every once in a while, you know, get an order in. I was talking to him yesterday. Guess exactly what he was complaining about. This old dude had been cleaning cars like 30 years, right? Bitching. And it's not nothing. We, he asked if we would have some sprayers for him. And I go, listen, man, we, we had to go ahead and just, just bow out of the sprayer business because <laughs> You never know what you're getting. I mean, he goes, you know, you can put a sprayer in. It's never been used. Squirt it two times and it goes bad. And I'm like, yep. I mean, he, you never know. And he goes, yeah, I guess it gets your point because people be, be mad at you. And I'm like, yeah, people be mad at us. We didn't make them. So we kind of just had to kind of bow out of those little sprayers. Like, no matter what it goes. So I'm pretty excited about what we're moving into next. Though. It's going to be fun. Nick, uh, <laughs> you battle sprayers or what's it been like for oh, you? Oh, dude, dude. You realize we carry, I think we carry like 50 on a truck. Like it's just always grab them when you go somewhere. If, if we go to a supply house for any reason, grab a bunch. Uh, it's, it's definitely worse than it's ever been. You know, those gray sprayers, those, you know, which were always the acid sprayers back in the day, those, those were the most reliable and you're losing that. Um, you know, but the funny thing about pump sprayers is I've used this pump sprayer right here. I've probably had this like 15 years. This is what I use for like film. And to see it take off with like the Marilex and the IK now is like, 
it's wild because I, I've, I've just used this for so long on, you know, PPF or windshield film or whatever. And, you know, sprayers aren't getting better. And I think they're going to get more expensive if you do any kind of development on them. You'll end up paying a lot of money. So what do you want? A cheap one that might not work or to pay $15 for a sprayer every time you use it. How many guys are going to do that? So it's like, that's why that market's never gotten better, right? Somebody's got to invest a bunch of money into it, but who's going to really pay a lot of money for a hand trigger? Like, I think that's kind of the issue that we're in with that, with that whole market. But yeah, it's never been as bad as it is now. Yeah, and there's literally, you're right, there's literally only like three or four styles or brands. Like nobody else has actually tried to venture in to, to make that a traditional chemical sprayer that goes in a 13-ounce bottle even better. Like, but it is amazing. You, why do you think that is? You think it's the money? Like, it's so expensive to, to make those molds and to do all the – the investment no, but I mean, to, to, but here's the thing. I mean, if you if you build something of quality and you got to charge somebody seven bucks for a sprayer to put into a cheap 32 ounce plastic bottle, how many guys are going to do that? I mean, when somebody has a 99 cent sprayer go out, you know, guys are getting emails. Oh, man, the sprayer's broke. I mean, that's what happened to us. Like we we should share these types of stories like, hey, man, we don't make the sprayers. We wanted to use it as a service. But if guys get two or three sprayers in a 10 batch that don't work, it's like, you know, they're emailing us. It's like, dude, how much money do you think's in a $1.15 sprayer? So it just becomes a numbers game. I mean, to build something quality, you're going to need more quality. Like, you know, let's look at it. Why we are going to go down the road we're going. I mean, look, you obviously guys know are smart enough to know why I have this, this foamer right here. Uh, the reality is we don't think we're going to sell a billion of them, but why go with the cheaper ones that always break? It, it doesn't help us. It doesn't help you guys. And, and I think that's the part you get into with sprayers and these foamers is like, everybody's like, well, nobody's going to buy a $7 trigger. Probably not. But, you know, when it comes to a foamer, man, you know, Nick kind of said it, the ones we tested before and we were sent, they're just underwhelming. But you use a Marilex, but I'm here to tell you, if there's nine guys on here right now, there's a lot of people that are not going to pay the price to get a Marilex. We have to roll a dice and say, hey, man, we think you guys want quality, and HyperClean stands for quality. But, Marty, I mean, you've watched the trigger thing we've dealt with for <laughs> since I've been here. It's like, dude, guys, they're a dollar. And, and you, you know, that's why we carry so many on my trucks. It's literally throw it down the sewer. If it doesn't work, I don't want to hear about triggers going out. Like, I, I don't know what to do other than just say it's the cost of doing business. Yeah. Derek thoughts. Cause you, you seem to go through a lot of triggers on a regular basis. So I was, uh, I mean, I, like kind of like what Nick was saying, I mean, I just toss it up to always have some extra ones with you. I mean, like I've had, I mean, I was using a lot of those acid-based uh, cleaners, and then I don't know if it was just, you know, you'd buy the chemical resistance sprayers, and it was like a gold, the gold top telco sprayers, and I just assumed, oh, they won't rust through, and literally, I've had details where I'll do, I'll buy, I'll have a brand new one, and do two or three sprays, and all of a sudden, it's just spitting nothing, and I'm just like, what the hell, but I'll, I have, I really have a bottle, like Nick was saying, I have a telco sprayer that's maybe six years old, and that thing is still going, like, I can't kill it. <laughs> And I've used all kinds of stuff, and then I just keep swapping it out, and it just keeps working. So, 
I, I think, like Nick was saying, it's just the cost of them. You just got to suck it up. Like, I've never called you guys for, like, broken sprayers. I mean, if I even had, like, um, like I had a slick bottle one time, trigger went, and I was like, okay, just switch switch it out real quick. Like, I didn't, like, call it, but, like, I, I kind of get what you're saying. Where it's like, you just never know. But uh, what I find fascinating, like you're talking about, is um, you guys are talking about these $7 sprayers. I mean, there's, like, eight, there's, like, $15 bottles now you can get, which are these nicer yeah, press, yeah there's a european company called press all yeah you know kind of like flooding the market and it's great yeah you know, it's great technology um you know but again like you said you're in 15 bucks for the bottle then you got replacement parts for the triggers it all sounds good we all want a better sprayer but when you're doing this for money are you doing it consistently as a hobby do you mm -hmm. want to sit there and mess with i got to pay 22 bucks to replace my bottle Maybe some guys do. I mean, that's great yeah. for them. Uh, you know, I got six trucks, dude, and in <laughs> <and> a shop, <laughs> but that's just not going to work out. That's I mean, a, look, it took us a long time, Marty. We should share this. I mean, we were not bought in on foamers. Yeah, that's like Marty say, shared yeah. it. Yeah. Like we're we were not. I mean, if it weren't for these quality ones, that was not going to be something that we pursued to to have in our store. And you know, I'm still not convinced a lot of people are going to pay the price it takes to pay, but I think enough people do, and it makes sense to, to have it in our product line. But this trigger thing has been progressively, and, and Marty, what about the uh, those big red triggers that guys use like on semis? The you know what I'm talking about? Ones? Oh, oh, man, those, so those nice. things are where your hand out. I don't, I mean, doing that all day, you would definitely be injured. No. You guys yeah, I, I like them better than those little small ones, the little gray small ones. And for, years ago, years ago, and this is what's funny, Nick, we joke about all the different things that sometimes randomly come into a shortage. Well, years ago, there was a random shortage of, uh, and, and you mentioned the name, Derek, Tolco is who makes pretty much if you got a sprayer, that's that a traditional sprayer that you get from some type of detail supply person truck van shop whatever it's usually going to be a tolco sprayer like uh -huh. they really control the market and years ago they had this problem with their gray ones and they went out of i think they were trying to redo them or something and they kind of went out of stock like we couldn't find them and we had to a lot of us had to switch to these blue ones that <laughs> they, they were supposed to be like the the hey yeah. you know, this is good enough for now and yeah, those were geez you did those were hit and miss, no doubt. Like you literally in a batch of 10, you might get five that weren't bad, that weren't good. And five hey, that, that raised its ugly head in the pandemic again. Gray ones yeah. got in short supply for a small time. Yeah, that was true. <laughs> Do you guys remember when the uh, the double action triggers got real popular? Where there was you pull, I mean, they're not too, I don't see a lot of people talking about them now, but like you pull and it shoots and we let go, it also shoots. The press all, not press all, um, I forgot the name of the company, but they had a premium, like it was a, it was a white bottle with like a blue base. Started, Ooh, starts, yes, with a, start, starts with a Q. Uh, damn. Quasar. It's, I, Quasar. 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 Yeah, Quasar. Quasar. Yeah. They, they got real it's popular. Smooth. That was like six or seven years ago. And then now I don't, these all the shops I've been to, like our shop doesn't have them in the shop. My local place doesn't have them either. And like, I just, before that was like a big deal. Oh, we got Quasar sprayers. They're like, dude, 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 dude. And it was, now it's, most people just went back to the single action. That's true. I'd forgotten about those. Kevin, what, what were you saying? 
So those are smooth. I like those spray. I I have the mercury one out of that line. The mercury, um, yeah. But my Relax actually has smaller triggers as well. They have a round bottom. Mobile guys, they go down the driveway fast. They roll. Like that's the only downfall on those that I noticed. Um, the trigger action was very smooth though. Uh, they were like black triggers. Uh, yeah. I, I paid I paid like nine bucks for those like three, four years ago. So I don't know where that price point would be now, probably 15-ish, I'm guessing. Um, but yeah, again, I I'm I'm old enough to know I need to spray effectively with like uh the foamer that we were just talking about, RVs. I do like three sections at a time with those. It just makes the job so much easier, you know? Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. Brandon, I think you brought a little show and tell or something. What do you, what do you got there? <laughs> well, I used to have to clean wheels with rinseless wash, which was never fun. Um, so instead of pumping my hand all day long, I bought this thing. I don't know if you can see it. It's a Ryobi sprayer. Yep. Not really. Um, but it's battery powered. So literally just hit the trigger and it goes. So I would spray the waterless wash all over the wheels after putting some wheel cleaner on it. And then I would take a rag soaking in my rinseless wash and just, you know, slowly go around and clean the wheel that way. But this thing, it has not, I, I only use waterless wash in it, but I've never had any issues. It's been going for a couple of years now. Ooh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So, but you don't use it anymore? Uh, not with a shop now. It was sitting in my garage. That's why it's here. <laughs> I figured I'd go grab and show it. <laughs> it went to retirement. The other fun thing that I, I think has been interesting that I didn't ever see before, but I like it is, you know, we saw a video recently that came through of somebody using a foamer and foaming with TRX as a pre-wash. I found that to be pretty that. fascinating, right? Like, not just foaming the wheels and tires, but foaming the whole car as a pre-wash. You guys ever do that? Is that is that a thing? I mean, I I'd never really kind of seen that before. Dustin, do you you ever seem to have to foam down a, a car before? I know there's some theories of you could use you know like our our cleanse as a as a no touch pre-soak, and then you rinse it back off before you you use a you know you use a mitt, you use foam wash. But he was using TRX and he was using it as a pre-treat. Is that something you ever thought of for, uh, you know, your big trucks that come in and are all dirty? Oh, totally. I mean, we'll take some TRX if we get some real nasty trucks that come through and we'll put it in our soap bucket. You know, a couple ounces of that in the soap bucket does pretty good. Uh, we don't use the foam cannon very much uh, in the shop. It's nice, but yeah. So most of the time it's just throwing some in the, in the soap bucket or whatever. Um, but it, that product is so versatile. I mean, you can use it on everything, dude. Like the guys will just pop a hood open and spray it. Don't have to worry about it leaving streaks in the paint or anything like that. I mean, I haven't used a bug cleaner in probably a year uh, straight up until we got bugged um, just because I, I didn't need it. TRX is all I needed. So it it's on paint every day at my shop. Cool, man. Does it has anybody, I don't know, round anybody use a some type of one of those foamers, not a foam cannon, but some type of foamer and 
while you're foaming up the wheels and tires, you go ahead and foam up the body too, or is that kind of random? Oh, we foam up the bottom. So we'll walk into, you know, our guys walking from wheel to wheel. Uh, you know, if there's a really beat up bottom of the car, you know, whether that be a plastic piece or actually painted surface, you know, that, that place is taking the biggest brunt on the way to spray the next wheel. We'll, we'll put TRX there, but I, I, we haven't really used it much on the whole body, but also we've been testing cleanse for so long. We didn't have a need. If something was beat up, we kind of just went cleanse, but I, I would absolutely put it. I mean, like Dustin said, I'd, it, it's a great idea. You know, it's a great multi-use exterior product. And, you know, I, I think you could use it in a myriad of ways. Cool. Is there somebody else, Lucas, was that you or somebody else that, that does a pre-treat with a foamer? I do. Oh, all right, yeah. That's like my mobile winter setup clean, you know, uh, works so effective. And then you just see everything fall off in the foam. You know, you're like, well, it's working. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right, Derek. I think it's time. What's that tab out question of the night? Okay. This one, uh, this one I think is going to uh, throw some people off, and I'm very interested to hear what we're going to have, what's going to happen. So, what do you think would be the worst? Buy one, get one free sale of all time. Oh, herpes? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, is, this, is this detailing or what? Because Marty obviously is. Yeah. Hey, Ma Marty's obviously in you know, vacation we, time here. We can switch it to detailing. Yeah, let's switch it to detailing. All right. Well, so, what, what would be the worst buy one, get one free sale in detailing of all time? All right. I'm going to stay with what we just said. Buy one, get one free of those blue Speedway trigger oh. sprayers. <laughs> I thought you were going to say herpes again. I was like, wait a minute. I was going to say herpes again. No. <laughs> I mean, they, that's what they were called was Speedway. And they had this like horrible little notch on the back where it, it would actually rub into your, your, you know, that part of your, yep. your hand. And then you just sit there squirting. And then you, hell, you never knew how long they were going to last. So uh, I think I actually did get some type of sale on those because they were trying to get rid of them so much. That's going to be mine. Yeah, definitely. Nick, what about you? What's your uh, worst detailing? Buy one, get one free. I think for me, because of, of just how I like interiors, I buy one, get one free of any Armor All product for the interior. I, I don't know how. We, we came across something recently. I, I, I can't even imagine it's still going on, but it is. And, it is. Uh, boy, oh boy, man. I I don't know how people drive with the shiny windshield, with the with the shiny dash on your windshield, like the glare. Just so for me, I'm gonna say buy one get one. Any Armor All interior product, I'm I'm out. Anything like that. <laughs> that was a good one, Brandon from Shawshank. Since we're on uh, foamers and sprayers, uh, one of the worst buys I've ever made in my detailing career. I bought that hundred dollar IK sprayer, the really tall one. For the Foam Pro 12 or whatever? Yeah, that would be a really bad buy one, get one. I think I used it once and never used it again. It was just not a good tool. It didn't really work well. It was not 
easy to maneuver around. You're like trying to pump it, and it's coming up off the ground, and it was not very fun at all. <laughs> it didn't work with the Shawshank style of detailing, huh? No, and I was all excited. I made a post with it, with like uh, I had a seatbelt around it. I'm like, oh, I got a new buddy coming to detail with me. I think was oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's tough when you have those, definitely. Kevin, what about you, man? Uh, worst buy one, get one free that you could think of. Pretty vague, but anything Simonized at this point. Okay, yeah. I mean, uh, let's not start I've calling had, out brands. Right? I've, oh, <laughs> I've had bad encounters in the last two weeks with that, and it's just bad, bro. I don't know. Oh, the window cleaner, the windshield cleaner thing, I don't know. Put the little microfiber on the end. It has the arm. Oh, okay. That is true. Because the boy, those infomercials make it look like it's a perfect tool, but it's so hard to use. And Marty, the lady's like, like swipes before it starts the, streaking. They show the lady like, have you ever? She's the windshield. She falls over the dash. And like more with the brand. That's funny. That's funny. Cooking with Nick, man. How did the brisket uh, burgers turn out? And then what's your worst buy one, get one free that you've made uh, around a detailing world? Ooh. Yeah, mm, burgers, are brisket burgers are in progress. Yeah. Buy one, get one free. I'm going to have to say buy one, get one free dealership warranty coating. <laughs> Whoa. Hey, right. buy this dealer warranty paint coating and you get your next one free. Next time you yeah, buy a from us, 3000 on the hood. There you go. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, nicely done. Crazy. Nicely done. Dustin, buy one, get one free. That's gone bad. Oh, man. Uh, that's a tough one. Uh, I, I'm going to go with it, those. You walk into Walmart, dude. And they got this giant shelf, and it is always like the shittiest of shit products, probably <laughs> along the lines of like Armor All or something. You walk in, you're like, and you all as a detail, you always have to go to that section. You like, take a look, you know, whatever, just in case. And it's always like this giant case of Armor All or product dudes, uh, since we're not throwing out manufacturers here. Thank uh, you. It's always dudes. like the, the shittiest of shit, man. And it, then it maybe sometimes it's got like one product in it. You're just like, you know what? Yeah, I'll buy it for that one product, you know, and then it's all shit. But <laughs> Walmart. So speaking of Walmart the other day, uh -oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> I almost got to make a post for that, you know, people of Walmart. I mean, uh -huh. I had my camera. I was about <laughs> ready. We had, we had a couple ladies that they decided they wanted to start yelling at each other. And I thought we were going to have some air pulling. I thought there was going to be some, some fun times. I mean, it went on for about 15, <laughs> 20 seconds, calling each other out, yelling and screaming. All of a sudden, I didn't know there was police inside Walmart. Fucking police officers came over. These women, they, I mean, it, it scattered pretty quick. <laughs> like it broke up real quick. But I was this other lady that was sitting there shopping like bias goes, Oh man, I had my camera out ready. I thought we were about to make a TikTok and get famous. <laughs> I was like, wow. Well, Walmart. Oh, there's something about make... Walmart, man. It's a blast. Someone needs to make a TikTok of that Marty where they're about to 
they're about to start pulling hair and someone just takes a foam can and just sprays them all. <laughs> nice. just oh, that stop the hilarious. fight right there. Stop the fight. Everybody starts dancing. Yeah. All right, Lucas, what about you, man? Uh, what's a bad buy one, give one free? Uh, well, when I first started doing interiors a while ago, I made the mistake of walking into Walmart and seeing that bucket that's not armor all, but has uh, the name chemical in the name. And it's that bucket with a few different bottles that everyone thinks is, oh, I'm a professional detailer if I buy this stuff. And started using that. I'm like, man, this stuff really, I'm doing everything I was taught to do. Why, why am I not getting things clean? And then uh, started getting into it more and realized that, oh, this stuff's not that good. So I'm going to go with the, the, the $20 bucket of garbage you see on the shelf at Walmart. All right, $20 bucket of garbage. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, $20 for wheel cleaner, $20 for a bucket of stuff. I get it. Yeah, it's, it seems to be a, a thing that they're not going to be that great. <laughs> oh, yeah, but $20 for a bucket and you have every chemical you want, it's all going to be top Telps things because you know, national multi marketing or multimedia hey, marketing job. million they dollar company. Job. Oh, yeah. No doubt. All right, Derek, what about you, man? Uh, let's end it. What's the uh, buy one, get one free? So I know we're not trying to talk about brands, but... Here we Nick, go. Uh, <laughs> Nick, Nick already said Armor All, but um, anything that Armor All sells, they're tire coating. If they try to give you one, don't buy the second one. Like If it gives you for free, throw it in the trash, because I've seen some horror shows. It will stain paint. And you gotta go to the body shop to unstain it. So I, I don't know how they still sell it, but I felt bad because the guy tried to get, I tried to help me remove the stains, and I'm like, listen, like first review said, don't do it, and I'm like, I'm sorry, like it wasn't me, it was him. So I don't feel too, I feel bad, but I gotta go back there on Friday and talk to him about it. Hmm. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you then. I, I definitely do that. <laughs> Not a buy one, get one free there. Guys, thanks so much. Mm. Fun time. Good discussion. Really appreciate it. Kind of with journeying through tire cleaning. And uh, thanks so much. Had a good time. Nick, it was good for you to hop on. Thanks so much. Cooking with Nick. Love to see the burgers. They look delicious. Almost as good as my grouper, probably. Almost. Whoa. Almost. <laughs> Brandon from Shawshank, man. Good to see you again, brother. Uh, Derek, good to have our question. Thank you. Lucas, no problem. man. Hey. Hope you have a great week, man. It's always great Thank to you. see you. Thanks for coming on, Derek. And uh, I know uh, I forgot to ask you, though, what beer are you drinking? Oh, I am drinking Liquid Sorcery from Swoop Brewing Company. Well, I forgot to go around earlier, but I just saw you drinking. I was like, that looked like a pretty good beer. Dustin, enjoy delicious. your week. Hopefully your uh, storms are all settled down and you can get back to cleaning, not chasing all the storms. But uh, Kevin, hey, man, good to see you, brother. Hopefully we'll see What's you up? next week. Guys, thanks so much, man. Enjoyed it. Enjoy your week. Have a great night. See you, guys. Hey, this is Marshall. That was a fun discussion on the Community Pub. We would love for you to be a part of it. Please join us. It's every Wednesday night, 730 Central. Zoom ID is 918 800 
888-888-1188. Come be a part of community. Come be on the episode with us. We'd love to chat with you. That's Zoom ID 918-800-1188 every Wednesday night at 730 Central. Hmm. Come be a part of community. Hey, this is Marshall. I hope you make it a great day.